Welcome to Faith, Reason, and Geekdom. I'm your Jenny Flexer Roger. My brothers and sisters in Christ, join me every week as we work out these three perspectives in our everyday lives. That's what I call Christian genuflexing. Thank you. We got Lenaden here, and I want to thank him again for coming on the show. And thank you guys for listening uh, for Faith, Reason, and Geekdom. We have a, a debate slash a dialogue hybrid that we're going to be talking about. And uh, uh, Lenaden, if you want to just give us like a brief introduction about yourself. Well, we were on Twitter. I went ahead and followed you because a lot of the things you said I agreed with. But uh, every now and then, I noticed that it was based on Catholicism, and I would make comments about the, that I am a Bible-believing Christian, and I am not <clears throat> no longer supporting the Roman Catholic Church. And this is when you decided to ask me if I'm interested in having a non-formal debate hybrid over this exact topic. And this is what we're going to do. It's uh, pretty much based off of, of uh, a TikTok video that you sent me uh, from A, uh, what is it, ANA Ministries. Um, I guess they're, um, they have different videos out there on, on TikTok. And I, I can put the actual ANA Ministries uh, video in the show notes if you guys want to check that out. Because it's, it goes off of three three claims that she makes or three assertions or three uh, beliefs or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then we're pretty much, I'll go into depth what they are, but it's like the uh, Christians uh, believe in the Bible uh, versus like the Catholics, what, what they believe in. And then about the, uh, how you, uh, what is it? Faith, uh, faith alone and um, doing works and then praying to the dead or the saints. And I'll reiterate, uh, what she was talking about and what she was saying. Uh, so obviously I, I'm a Catholic. Um, so we're, we're going to talk about this, do a, a little de- a debate slash dialogue. And the way it's going to work is we're going to have eight minutes on the clock and we're going to do our opening statements followed by eight minutes uh, rebuttals. And then after that, this word goes into a hybrid. We're going to do like about a 15 minute open forum discussion you you said, uh, Lenaden, you said uh, you wanted to go first, correct? That is correct. Okay. Uh, I, I would like to point out that uh, the TikTok video that I did send to you, mm-hmm. I am not associated with yes. the creator of that content. I'm not associated with their church. I'm not associated with anything. It's just a video I had seen, I had come across after we had discussed our points on Twitter. Again, they're not... Uh, angry points at each other sure. just kind of saying our points and i thought that that little video was uh kind of said what i was trying to say in a little quick video okay all right yeah so i'll go ahead and get the eight minutes on the clock the video that was sent to you she basically went over a few points i'm going to briefly go over them uh she discussed quickly how there are same beliefs similar as well as different beliefs, the differences between the two uh, sects of Christianity. 
Uh, as for the same beliefs, we all believe, Christians and Catholics, in one God. We all believe Jesus is the Son of God. We also believe in the Trinity as well as eternal life in heaven or in hell. One thing she didn't mention, and we don't have to discuss, is the concept of um, purgatory. But she didn't bring that up, so we'll leave that one out. That's a big one, though. And then as far as our differences, she pointed out, and I agree with her points, that Christians believe in, and these are differences, Christians believe in saved by grace through faith alone, putting our faith in Jesus, dying for us on the cross to atone for our sins. While Catholics, on the other hand, believe in good works, the seven sacraments, which are baptism, Eucharist, confirmation, reconciliation, anointing of the sick, marriage, and holy orders, living a good life, and then finally Jesus. Um, as far as prayers, the difference between the two are Christians only pray to Jesus, to Jesus alone, to the Father. And then Catholics pray to Mary, dead people, as an example, the saints and the apostles, which is known in the Bible as necromancy. The book of Deuteronomy explicitly warns the Israelites against engaging in Canaanite practices or pagan practices, such as necromancy. Uh, and then you have, again, finally, after praying to the saints and your family and everyone else, you have praying to Jesus. Uh, and then again, her third point was authority of the Bible. Christians believe Bible is the only authority, i.e. sola scriptura, while Catholics believe the Bible is the authority as well, along with the Pope having equal authority as the scripture. Um, and then I also have a few points to declare on either of those, but that really is kind of the gist of the video, and we will go over these together, and um, I concede my time if that's okay with you. The video that we talked about, uh, again, I will put that up on the the show notes and as well as um, a link to your page. So if anybody want to follow your, your works, uh, we can definitely... Uh, do that uh but i'm gonna start mine so okay here we go okay all right so uh, again welcome my guest joseph and all listeners we all agree truth is important in this growth in society in this talk we will give clarity and explanation to some of the misconceptions uh, people may have christ-centered that's what we catholics believe the warmth welcoming of our glorious god all of us christians proclaim but let us seek truth together to investigate, because if we believe in the resurrection, we must ask, how did Jesus leave us to live out the new covenant, to apply it to our lives today, centuries later, to answer questions? Did he leave us a Bible or a living church for that? Because if, if it was a visible church handed to the apostles, where is that today? Now, uh, the question was, are Catholics Christians, that video from the video of the TikTok, uh, claim one, 
Christians believe the Bible is the only authority versus Catholic, which is the Pope, same level as the Bible. I think we have to ask again, how are we to know the teachings of Jesus Christ? In Matthew 16, 18, I'll read, but it is, but if he does not listen, take one or two among you, that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be as you as a Gentile and tax collector. Truly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bond in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And that's also a allusion to the other Matthew 16, 18, when, when he gives the keys of kingdom to Peter on this rock, you are rock, and I give you the keys. Um, that's also in the old covenant, uh, the, the minister also binding and loosing in the first century Jew in the Jewish they understood first century Jews understood what binding and loosing was it was the ability uh, the 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 people could loosen somebody to the old covenant laws or the teachings of the old testament or they can loosen somebody from that so he's making an allusion to that in Romans 12 uh, 4 through 5 says for as in one body we have many members and not all members have the same function so we are many are one body in Christ and individually we are members of one another showing again showing unity showing that a god is not just the god of the living but of the dead acts 8:30 through 31 so Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked do you understand what you are reading and he said how can i unless someone guides me and he invited Philip to come and sit with him. This is this is some this is Philip going in there, not just purely a, a, a Bible. In Second Peter, in Second Peter, all of you must understand this: that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. Because no prophecy has ever come by the impulse of man, but men moved by the Holy Spirit spoken from God. In 1 Thessalonians 2.13 says, And we also thank God consistently for this, that, we, that when you receive the word of God, which you hear from us, you accept it not as the word of man, but at what it really is, the word of God, which is also at work in you believers and i also want to point out that the word of god is not confined strictly to the written not strict it's it's also an oral it's also a oral tradition because remember uh the if it was if god's sola scriptura was his providence uh I don't think he would have waited 1,500 years later until the printing press was invented and widespread literacy, like in the 1500s, 1600s, was available. So how for 15,000, uh, 1,500 years or so, how did, without worldwide literacy and the printing press, how could Sola Scriptura be practiced? Also, on the thing of Scripture that we do reverend, we don't think the Pope is on the same level as as the Bible. This is from the Catechism of the Catholic Church in regard to the Scripture. It, this is from the Catechism 104. In sacred scripture, the church consistently finds her nourishment and her strength, for she welcomes it not as a human word, but as what it really is, the word of God. In the sacred books, the Father who is in heaven comes lovingly to meet his children and talks with them. <coughs> this is from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, which we use uh, to, to show how to live our faith from today. Uh, so that's how we know how to answer certain questions or because, or, again, uh, the Bible, we've reverenced it. Uh, but it was, oh, you know, 2000 years since Jesus 
has been resurrected and gave the apostles and they laid hands on their bishops and so on and so on throughout the centuries. I want to point out uh, Jeff Durbin is a famous pastor um, of the, the Apolog uh, Apologia Church. I believe that's in Phoenix or maybe even Arizona and a radio show. Uh, he says, I'll put a YouTube video if you guys like. He goes off on Sola Scriptura as not being good. This is Jeff Durbin. He works closely with... Um, Dr. James White. I don't know if you guys heard of Yeah, James White. And he goes off on scripture in the YouTube video. You just type in Sola Scriptura. And he says that it's not just uh, a me and my Bible under the tree, that it says it leads to a lot. That he says, himself, paraphrasing, paraphrasing from the video, he says he knows a lot of Christians that never stepped foot in the church or never done anything because they said it's just me and the Bible. And he says that's not what Protestantism is and that's not what we believe. Also, remember, this is a living, we believe there's a church, a living authority to teach and answer, uh, just like disputes in the New Testament. In the New Testament, we see Paul and Peter and James having councils, like the Council of Jerusalem, to answer certain questions about the Jews and how do they come into the Christianity. They didn't refer to the scriptures only. Only They also had disputes among them, and they have that authority. Again, uh, Matthew 16, 18, on this rock and the keys to the hand and binding and loosing. Whoever hears you hears me, what Jesus says. It is a de it's, it's a delegated body to interpret, just like the church, just not only the Bible, like the Constitution, it by itself, it's not making judgment. The Constitution's Constitution of the United States itself is not making a judgment. It can't. It can't be a sole authority. You have to have a body to delegate that, to interpret it. And the Pope, the Magisteria, helps interpret it, the sacred scripture. But we don't believe that the Pope is above scripture. The Pope can't contradict scripture. So scripture is very highly renovated, but just like the Constitution analogy that I use. And again, we do believe it's the word of God, uh, theasustas, God breathed. We do believe that. But again, it's not restricted to writing. And again, it seems like um, if. Um, oh, let me let me go, go on to the other points, too, because I don't want to stay too long on the. OK, second claim. Uh, Christians believed saved through grace alone versus Catholics believe in works. OK, so this is the second claim. Matthew 7, 21 through 23 says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many works in your name? Then he says, I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you evil doers. And that's Jesus again talking about just because you, even the demons know Jesus' name. The, the devil quotes scripture, demons quote scripture. But it shows, I think that he says, uh, these are people that believed in Jesus and didn't. Mark 9, 41, truly, for truly I say to you, whoever gives a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Jesus Christ will by no means lose his reward. Oh, man, that was like. Okay, that's my time. I did not even get to the third. I'll just bring up the third later because uh, I think I just went too far on. So that's my time. Um, right. It's basically the authority of the Bible was a third <clears> point. <throat> but I think you covered that. Yeah, the last one I didn't get into, uh, but we'll continue that later on. Um, so let me go ahead and give you uh, eight minutes to, to rebuttal. Anything that I said, um, but again, sure. since I didn't go into the claim, and that's my fault, I took too much. If I didn't go in the third claim, or one of the claims was um, praying to the dead, if, if I would ask you not to leave that until the next part, because since I didn't talk on it, <coughs> so just do the authority and the justification by faith and works. Um, so whenever you're ready, I'll give you eight minutes. All right, so 
first of all, I'd like to point out that um, I was born and raised a Catholic for about 28, 29 years. And then I joined the military. And after deploying twice overseas to a combat zone, I came home and I really started questioning just about everything. Um, and as uh, that's when I started looking into the actual history of the Catholic Church, because what well, everything you said just now, I agree 100%. You're absolutely right. You read points out of the Bible. And like I had mentioned, that's what Catholics do. They, 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 they take, or not Catholics, I should say the, the papacy, they take information from the Bible and they use it to express how they want people in the church to act, whatnot, how to be. So you had mentioned that the Pope, I believe that when I was a Catholic, that the Pope was just uh, the vicar of Christ or whatnot. You know, like I said, I think what happens is most Catholics don't do the research. And like you said, how are anyone going to know without someone telling them? Well, in uh, William Tinsdale, he was very well known for writing the, the Hebrew and the Greek into English in 1494. He was burned at the stake for being considered a heretic from the from the Catholic Church because he his idea was that we are not to be dependent on man's interpretation of the Bible everyone should have the right to read it on their own and uh 1200 years before that uh let's see here <clears throat> Twelve hundred years before that, uh, the uh, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce his name, but it's spelled E R A S M U S or Samuels printed the Greek for the first time, the New Testament, which flooded Europe, and people were able to uh, learn. I wouldn't say your average person, because how you had mentioned the illiteracy of the time. I mean, your average person, your average American today is probably considered a learned individual in the 14-1500s, just the basic stuff we get from school. So your average person in the ancient times didn't have the ability to read Greek or any of that. That's why a lot of these, they were considered Protestants. They wanted to separate themselves from the church because the church claimed that the original language of the Bible was Latin, which is false and who's going to know the who what common person is going to know so they need a priest to interpret what the bible says and that is when the church started taking on the authority over average everyday citizens of the time in europe and and uh and the times so i have a few uh quotes here from this source is uh the decretals of george the ninth book one chapter three catholic declared uh, pope innocent the third the pope holdeth place on earth not simply of a man but of the true god that's a quote i also have another one from the source the church historians of england reformation period by josiah pratt published 1856 page 159 pope nicholas i am in all and above all, so that God himself and I, the vicar of God, 
hath both one consistory, and I am able to do almost all that God can do. I then, being above all, seem by this reason to be above all gods. And then the last one, source Ebid Pratt, page 159, Pope Nicholas again. Wherefore, no marvel if it be in my power to dispense with all things, yea, with the respects of church. And I have a few others, but I won't get into them. And that's really going into how the church wanted the Pope's authority to be over, you know, over the the people, over the, the, the community. Um, again, you had mentioned how, um, you know, people need interpretation. I agree that the early church didn't have the Bible. They were making the Bible, just like the founding fathers didn't have the Constitution. They were making the Constitution, but they weren't, they, they were going over, like when Paul was figuring out whether the Gentiles needed to be circumcised or not. And, and what do they say? They say, why are you going to put on the, the yoke, the burden of the yoke of the, the Jews on the, on the Gentiles when not even the Jews can hold this burden themselves? So people are constantly trying to say that Catholics follow everything and, and uh, everything that Christians follow, and we just get upset over small things. You're right. When Jesus says, uh, depart from me, I never knew you. Is that going to be because idolatry? Is that going to because is that going to be because people hold Mary at such a high reverence above um, above Jesus Himself? I mean, I literally was at a confirmation yesterday for my goddaughter, and one of the things the comments the priest made was, "I don't care what people say, we were the first church." And I wanted to ask him. Of course, I didn't. It was in the middle of mass. I wanted to ask him, okay, because you believe Pentecost was the first beginning of the church, and that's where Catholicism started, did you have a, a statue of Mary while she was still alive? Were you praying the rosary to Mary on the after the Pentecost? I mean, it's, it's not that I'm against Catholics, because I have family, I was a Catholic. It's that I'm against the teachings of the Roman Catholic Church. Uh, there's a, a pastor I follow, Mike Winger. He has a really great, about an hour and a half video on this, how he goes into the similarities and differences of the Catholic faith as well as the Christian faith. Um, here again, Matthew 23, 9, call no man your father. Jesus said this himself. Uh, let's see. I mean, there's just... At the time, the church claimed that Latin was the language, as we what we had mentioned. The church outlawed an English translation of the Hebrew Old Testament and the Greek New Testament. And what was this for? It was This was for control. This was for keeping the community ignorant. That way, when the, I wouldn't want to say peasants, but the people of the community were curious about stuff they had no way of looking it up themselves which is why the scripture is so important to be able to be translated into common language this way your average person can go in there read the bible for themselves 
and and make a decision on their own. They don't have to take the word of a fallible human being, a, fa- a person we consider a priest, because as we know over the years. Okay, uh, that's time. Uh, go ahead and, and finish that. Finish your uh, last little point, but that's time. All right. Sure. Sure. No, I'm just saying. Over the years, we know that uh, people we put at really high levels turn out to be just as fallible as we can be. That's it. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, now I'm going to go ahead and and do my uh, rebuttal. But but I will say though, since I didn't touch on the last, I'm going to briefly do swing back to the opening statement just for that last claim real quick um and then go in in into some of the rebuttals um all right so um okay here we go so uh back again to the third claim about praying to jesus and praying to the dead in romans uh, 13 6 through 7 we see therefore also you pay tribute for those who are ministers of god serving unto this purpose render therefore to all men their dues tribute to whom tribute is due custom to whose custom is due fear to whom fear honor to whom honor is and in the book of revelations we see the saints offering up the prayers for us so we do see that in the book of revelations james 5 16 confess therefore your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be saved for the continued prayer of a just man avail it much so again if we're still a living church uh, we should ask for we should pray for each other and ask other people to pray for us even if they're dead uh, the god is not the god of the living only he's god of abraham jacob even in the transfiguration we see the saints in the old testament coming there so we see they're alive they're alive we're one body uh i desire again first timothy 2 1 i desire therefore first of all that supplicate uh, i desire therefore first of all that supplications prayers intercessions and thanksgiving be made for all men and in luke 1 we see uh, 48 for he has regarded the lowest state of his handmaid for behold it, hence, therefore, all generations shall call me blessed. <clears throat> that is reference to the, the Virgin Mary. And then I'll, I'll circle back on that, but I just wanted to make that quick point. Uh, so I'll go back to the, the rebuttals. Uh, some of your some of the things that you said, um, you said Jesus, uh, when you're saying that Jesus, we, we say the sacraments and we do all this stuff, this, and then Jesus, uh, that, that would be untrue. Jesus is not last in, in the order that we do. Jesus is first. Actually, Jesus is the head of the Catholic Church. The Pope would just be more as like a, a prime minister, if you will. Also, the, the Pope is not equal uh, to Jesus or, or the Bible as we discussed it. Again, the problem of poor catechesis, I, I do agree with you. Priests have said bad heretical stuff. Um, I've been poorly catechized when I was little. I didn't learn any of this stuff, just like you. Like there's a there's a well-known problem in the Catholic Church between poor catechesis, but that is not a problem of the church versus church administration, church the uh, whatever you call it. Uh, what's the higher um, the uh, what's what I forget, I can't remember that word, but it's just like you know like the DMV or the government of the United States, like uh, incompetent. Uh, also, too. Um, uh, the 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 burning at the stake and stuff like that. Like again, I, I I don't know. I know a little bit about that, but you have to remember, church and state back then was closely related, and the Catholic Church didn't actually kill him. Put them he they rendered a judgment on him, and then the state carried out the punishment. Just kind of like if a lawyer wouldn't say, oh, how many deaths are on your hands? You're just a prosecutor. Your job is just to prosecute. You're not the judge, you're an ex- executioner. So again, and again, they warned him, they warned him and they warned him and he didn't listen. So in back in that case, like you could see why the state would have 
would have high priority in what, what the church renders or what the church says. And to spread heresy back then was of the highest because it was closely related to the state. Also, too, you, you do have to remember that um, <coughs> Latin was the main language of that time all over the world. And, and to my knowledge, I never known that the, the Catholic Church said, uh, I can't remember what you said. I just wrote down you said Latin. I don't remember exactly what you had said. Well, we could talk about that later. But you said something about Latin is the only... One, or anyway, anyway, again, Latin was the, the common language of the time and all over. It was universal almost. Even now we still study languages. So it's not that they didn't want uh, translations all over the place. Also, it was to keep the wrong translations and wrong interpretations. Because remember, there was heresies, Pelagianism, Arianism, different, the uh, uh, what is it, the Anugensianisms, or there was a lot of, 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 of heresies popping all over the place. So they see it as the high regard uh, to put a stop to that. And if they're saying, okay, we need to we need to, to see who's making the interpretations going by yourself, you can see how they'll be highly related. Also, the Pope is not infallible in every single word that he says. He is, the the Pope is not, the church is not infallible in every decree, any word they say. What it is, is the, it, think about it like this. The Pope is free from binding the churches to wrong dogmas. He's free from erroring in wrong dogmas, but not in every single thing. There's been bad popes, horrible popes. Matter of fact, I think that attests to the Holy Spirit as we had so, so bad popes, horrible popes throughout history, but yet they didn't infallibly infallible infallibly teach a tie a dogma to the church and that's been protected and to me that's a testament that that's an amazing that they haven't done that and again not in every single word and not in morality he's not infallible he can say and again he's only infallible when he ties dogmas to the church or speaks ex cathara or from the chair of peter as you would say also um you were saying that you, you agree the church you know back then but i would ask like where is that first church and also too dogma does develop I would not expect the first century church to look like, you know, 2021 church. Dogma does develop, but who has the authority? Jesus Christ, who gave it to the apostles, who passed it down throughout the centuries and centuries. So I would argue, again, whoever, whatever you bind on earth is bind in heaven. Whatever you lose, Jesus said, whoever hears you, hears me. He gave the power to forgive sins. He says, whoever sins you retain are retained. Whoever sins you forgive are forgiven. That's Jesus telling the apostles. Again, dogma develops. The church is not. The church was in infancy during the first century, so I, I wouldn't expect it to look like a young adult. The infant versus the young adult church is going to look a lot, lot different. And again, I have no problem with dogmas developing, but we do even before dogma is is affirmed and developed, we see centuries later that it's being practiced in the church. And usually, it only comes usually only after there's a, a huge controversy. <clears throat> arising like the during the protestant reformations that's when you see a lot of that stuff during arianism that's when you see a lot of that stuff during the big major heresies that's when you see a lot of stuff and then mike wenger i'm very familiar with him also too uh trent horn on the council of trent does podcasts he does rebuttal videos on the trent horn podcast and he rebuttals mike wenger's videos like four or five hours he goes through some of his videos and rebuttals him and, and uh, Trent Horn many times has spoken out to uh, reached out to Mike Winger to do a debate and Mike Winger has refused. Again, that I agree. That does not mean that, oh, he's afraid. No, no, no. That does not mean that. Uh, but it's just something to consider that Trent Horn has reached out his hand. He's a very uh, charitable, respectable guy. Trent Horn's very known apologist, and he has he has reached out many to many Protestant people, and they refuse. Mike Winger, in particular, if you go on YouTube, you could see Trent Horn podcast rebuttal videos on him. 
Uh, so, so then again, I, I just want to point out all of all of these things that we say. Again, where is that church? How you see Solitus Scriptura as being like kind of like a kind of like a self-conscious. You have the tyranny of the conscience to where you read and you want to believe what you want to believe. But where is that church at? I would ask, like, where is that? Would you believe yourself in 2021? I really wouldn't trust 100 percent myself. But I'm not going to throw away 2,000 years of philosophy, 2,000 years of, of, of theology, dogmas. Again, I read the Bible, but if you give 100 people a Bible, it's common to see 50 different interpretations, maybe even 99 different interpretations. But again, I put my trust in Jesus, which established a church, which I, I believe you can see that, and then which established uh, the the bishops, the bishops, the, the supremacy of, of Peter, the other popes, and giving dogmas and theology for thousands of years versus just me just trusting myself. Okay, and that's, uh, that's time. Now that's going to uh, end our formal part and now we're going to jump into more of an informal di dialogue again this is the hybrid that i i think that this works really good so you know what i was going to put 15 minutes but i, I think there's a lot of talk about Let, let's go ahead and, and do 20 minute uh a sure. 20 minute open uh forum dialogue to touch on anything we want to speak on relating to still relating to the video uh of the three points the three pillars right. i guess you could say i think this will be good so 20 minutes on the clock um whenever you start talking we'll go ahead and, and start that timer all right uh well be going back to the initial video um really the point i want to make is the entire thing about mary I mean, that's really the nuts and bolts between Catholics and Christians, aside from, you know, a lot of different things that go on with the church as far as calling priest fathers, confessing to men, uh, the Pope being the vicar of Christ on earth, all of that different stuff. I, I would like to, at least in the beginning, focus on the whole concept of, you guys call it uh, 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 revering Mary or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, um, um, well, I just want to say, um, I, I know you had said that a, uh, a confessing of men, um, and I remember I read that Bible scripture where Jesus says, whoever whoever sins you retain or retain, whoever sins you forgiven are forgiven. Absolutely. What would you say? Absolutely. And what I would say to that is, like I said, whenever you're reading from the scripture, I agree. I agree when you read from the scripture. You, we are. We are to do that. Matter of fact, we are to go to another believer and confess our sins, uh, not as in a confessional, but as in a way of getting it out, letting it be off of our chest. And, uh, you know, it's come clear with other believers, just like we're supposed to do that with if someone in the church is doing something wrong, like adultery or stealing, whatnot, and we bring it to them first. And if they don't stop, then we bring it to the church elders, whoever your elders are in your church. And they, if they still don't stop, then the church is required to separate them until they decide to repent of their sins and come back to to Christ, come back to the church. Um, so there, you know, that that doesn't necessarily mean we have to go to a priest into a specific little room and con confess everything we've done to him. I believe that's a twisting of the scripture. Uh, I also would like to point out how. It is said that if you, Paul said it, that if you were to, even if he were to come back and give you an opposite scripture of what is already written down, 
accursed Paul. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's Paul. One of the, he, he wrote most, I'd say one third of the new Testament. He tells us. And right here, when you do a basic, simple uh, search over the rosary, you know, it, it, it states um, that. Uh, I'm sorry. Is, um, I just kind of want to like kind of keep it. Cause since we're, uh, cause I think that's the second point I think you're kind of making. Uh, if, if we could just kind of stay, uh, if I could respond to the, uh, the veneration of saints, and then we can move on to the the uh, other kind of. I feel like we're going to go to a, another little topic, but right. uh, uh, okay. yeah. But I, I know, like in uh, what is it in Daniel in the Old Testament in Daniel two uh, forty six, when King Nebuchadnezzar falls upon I get quote uh, the King Nebuchadnezzar falls upon his face and did homage to Daniel, and commanded that offerings and incense be offered up to him. And Dan, uh, uh, David doesn't doesn't uh, or Daniel doesn't he doesn't like correct them and say like no don't do that uh, we we do see veneration again not not worship like the the Lord and then in Numbers in Numbers twenty one it says then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them they bit the people and many Israel's died the people came to Moses and said we sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you pray to the Lord will take snakes away from us so. Oh, my friend. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, make a snake and put it on a pole. Anyone who's bitten can look at it and live. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it on a pole. Then when anyone was bitten by the snake and looked at the bronze snake, they lived. Now, in this, these two Old Testament passages, we see people playing, paying homage. Also, we see Moses, and, and, there, and, and instead of people are saying to Moses, pray for me, pray for me. Moses is saying, I'll pray to the Lord. And then the Lord says, uh, here, make this, look at this. Like he's not pointing, oh, just come to me and, and repent for your sins. He's saying, look at this. But again, it's God who can do that in, in Luke 1, the 26 through 20 right. ways. Says, and, and, that, and that's why that's why when Moses says, don't all, all speak to, to God, He's not, you know, he's not saying that that he is the only way to to speak to God. But a lot of these people don't un understand. I guess the point I'm trying to make, the, the biggest point I try to make about this conversation, because people start throwing scripture and sure. scripture. And I understand, like, that's where, you know, everyone tries to make their points. But my point, what I try to do when I speak to other Catholics about uh, what the Roman church does, because it is the dogma, which you said, it is the dogma of the church. I mean, it is the catechism. It is all of this. I mean, I want people to look at it as a pragmatic, you know, practically as, as a practical way to, to, to look at, at the way the Catholic church tries to teach their, their, their people. I mean, the, the hell Mary itself, like we had mentioned the Mary, uh, it's based, they claim, because I have Luke, the, uh, yeah, Luke, yeah, Luke one through tw Luke one twenty eight. I mean, I have my sons before I took him out of catechism, um, his little book they sent and it says here, the Hail Mary prayer. But really what I'm focused on is it says it's based on Luke one twenty eight, And if you, if you read the entire, just the chapter of Luke, you know, the, um, uh, Christ's birth announced to Mary, not once in there, whether whether it's through Luke 1, 26, through Luke 1, 38. That's when they're talking about Mary. And not once in there did it say that she was ever going to be anything other than a blessed woman who God found favor with because she was a really faithful Jewish woman. And 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 God used her, and she, I agree, she is blessed. She she's very great, you know. I'm very proud that she she could have said no, 
she very well could have said no. Yeah. Um, but she didn't. So she's honored in that way. I don't think any Christian would ever say that she's anything less than a blessed woman, you know, honorable yeah. woman. Are, are you um, saying that we, uh, because cause I, 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 I agree. Amen. I agree what you said. Like I, I, even some Protestants agree, like I agree what you're saying, but I feel like you're saying that we can't pray to her. And I, I just want to make exactly. this. Okay. That's exactly what I'm saying. I think that's There's where no we're getting reason. at. I think that's, right. where, and that's where the split comes with Christians and Catholics, because when it says, Hail Mary, uh, you know, it's, uh, he doesn't say, Mary, you're going to be uh, up next to Jesus on the, on the platform or whatnot. You know, I guess what I'm trying to say is nowhere in there does the, does the scriptures say that we have to do anything to Mary other than acknowledge her holiness as a Jew, which God saw was pure for his son to be the vessel for his son right yeah. i mean that, it, the that's, new that's the new covenant beautiful. pretty much yeah uh, right. but i would ask you if, if you're saying that she's so holy would you agree that somebody holy like righteous praying for you isn't that a good thing sure it's a good thing but nowhere in there does it say anyone is uh a mediator between god and man except jesus mary is not up there in her own little section on a throne sending prayers to God, the father. I mean, I would love to see that scripture, not just what the Catholic church tells us because I've read to you quotes already where the popes are considered gods themselves. And of course these are in the 1500s, but like I said, Catholics don't know what the dogma of their, of their religion is. They just know what their priests tell them. So when I started looking into the actual writings of my church when I was a Catholic, I was like, wait a minute. No, this is not correct. And then I went to the scripture and um, I'm sure you're familiar. If not, there's a website called Blue Letter Bible where you can get the tools you need to look at the Hebrew, the Greek, and you can switch between all the different translations. So you could have it all in one website. So I went through, I, I searched because I was a defender of the Catholic faith. I mean, when I was, like I said, when I was in the military, I was a Catholic then. And, uh, you know, I believed all, I'm a Latino, so I believe all Latinos were basically Catholic. And then I joined the military. And of course, it was an eye-opening experience realizing no one is like exactly like I thought. And I think that's exactly what happens with not all, because I can't speak for everyone, but I believe everyone kind of falls into this we believe what we're told and we're all pretty much the same and then when you start researching the actual words that are written of what people say about the popes the holy mary um why not why isn't abraham up there being a mediator he did a great thing right abraham completely did something great why don't we venerate him like mary i mean you know what i mean i mean there's so many people that could have said yeah. no to god's plan but they chose to follow and and, and well, be a great go ahead no i was gonna say well i think because i i i i you see Mary as being the mother, the Theokosis, the mother of God. I think that's a high right. regard. But also, too, in the New Testament, it does encourage us to pray for everyone. Uh, but we And we have to look at the whole scripture as a whole, not just little pieces, but as a whole. And we do see in the New Testament encouraging to pray for each other also. So it must make sense that Christ is well, we our mediator. 
that are alive, yeah, correct? But, well, when does it, it does not say to pray for anyone who's dead because once you're dead, you're 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 uh, what is it? Galatians one nine, I believe. Uh, no, that's the one about uh, being accursed if you if you say different scriptures. But I know um, you don't. Uh, I know you don't. Uh, probably don't believe in Maccabees and the the Deuter Chronicle. But in the Deuter Chronicle, we see offering. We do see prayers for the dead. Also in, in the but, New but Testament, see, again, not, the that's, living. That's not. That's not. Well, yeah, that's another debate. That's, yeah, that's that would be right. another fun. That's yeah, that's another a whole man's other. opinion. So I, I understand where, and that's what I'm saying. Like people. I didn't know any of this before I started researching it. And I, people would say that to me, uh, the Maccabees. And, and I didn't know any books in the Bible because I hadn't learned the different chapters. So I would assume that, oh, that must be one of the books in the Bible. Because when I was a Catholic, I never once carried a Bible into church. I never once was told to carry a Bible. No one ever had a Bible. I think we had one Bible in the house that was just left in the closet because all we do all I did, like I said, I can't speak for all Catholics, but I'm speaking on my experience is we go to church. My mother was, uh, she liked to pray the rosary. She would go into the holy days, you know, and it was just a normal life. You go to confession. If you feel like you're doing bad, uh, you can't get any, what is it? The Eucharist without going yeah. to confession. I mean, there's basic things that every uh, Catholic free, uh, knows. Being free of mortal sin. Uh, right. Yeah, not just vegan. That's another thing. I mean, the, the, the church goes and puts a hierarchy on sin. You know, I understand there's different levels of sin, but they put it to the yeah. Uh, what do they have? They have a, a the venial and mortal sin. Yeah, and that'll be another. But uh, I, I, again, I, I do attest. Amen. We do attest that Christ is our one mediator, but of redemption. I agree. Yes. Uh, but also, again, a redemption. Also from uh, from the this is from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, uh, section twenty one through twelve. Okay, this is the quote from the Catechism. The first commandment condemns polytheism. It requires man neither to believe in nor venerate other divinities other than the one true God. Scripture consistently recalls this rejection of idols, silver and gold, the work of man's hand. They have mouths, but do not speak, eyes, but do not see. These empty idols make their worships empty. Those who make them are like them, and so all who trust in them. God, however, is the living God and who gives life and inter, uh, intervenes in history. That's from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. So we don't, like we're, we're saying we don't worship Mary. Uh, also prayer, What what is the definition of, of prayer? Because I think that's where we're getting caught up. And But I think we have to point out that the Catholic Church believes in prayer in the old English style. Uh, we believe that there's a difference. Worship is distinct from other type of prayer. There's prayer does not tantamount to worship of God. When we pray to the saints, we don't give them worship like we worship God. When a Catholic prays, we pray to a saint. We're asking them for the saint's intercession, just like Mary asking a saint in heaven to pray for us. Like how and we I have ask to push friends. back on that. I have to push back on that because that is where Catholics get confused by not researching that when you say we're asking, we're asking them to intercede for us. Where does it say in scripture that we can pray to anyone, not for, to anyone other than Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to for him to intercede on our behalf for the Father? It never says pray to Mary, to the saints, to the apostles. I mean, even, even when uh, uh, Peter went to the uh, uh, centurion's house and he kneeled down before him, you know, after he got the vision of, on the sheets. Uh, the the he told the centurion stand up I'm just a man you know I'm just like you I'm fallible even yeah. if, even though he's Peter he's still fallible <laughs> telling the Gentile yeah. so 
people have this idea that Mary and I agree. I think it has. I think it comes from the idea that we love our mothers, right? Of course, we love our mothers, and people just automatically. Uh, 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 it's, it's it's an automatic where we 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 start putting people or the idea of Mary more than it needs to be, and I think that's where we we run into issues. And a lot of these ancient, I, I don't want to call them ancient, but a lot of these popes from the antiquity, you know, they uh, they're they're fallible just like we are, and they they took that and they 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 use it for their what I like to what I wanted to point out about the, the church was that how they use for control. Well, I mean, just think about it. The the villages were about what maybe 100, 200 people at the most. I mean, they had they knew everything that was going on. Yeah. They kept the people ignorant by keeping the language in Latin because no one knew Latin except a learned person. And then as soon as, uh, what is it, 14 something, William Tinsdale comes around and he's like, you know what? His quote was, uh, uh, he wanted to translate the Bible into English so every plowboy can read it. You know, everyone out on the farm. He wanted people to have access to the word and not just listen to it through the popes and the 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 deacons and the the fathers yeah. and you know but, and, and yeah i would say ahead. this though i, I want to say this the hebrews 12 1, 1 through 2 therefore since we are surrounded by a so great a cloud of witness let us also lay aside every weight and sin which cleans so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us and in 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 reference to this this is protestant biblical scholar a non-catholic uh, william barclay says of this passage quote Christians are like running in some crowded stadium. Christ, wait, Christians are like runners in some crowded stadium. As they pass on, the crowd looks down, and the crowd looking down, and those who have already won the crown. So they say that the old figures in the New Testament and the other saints, they're cheering for us, and they could offer us prayers, just like in the book of Revelations. Like in Revelations, we see the saints offering up our prayers to them. We see the incense going, and even biblical scholars, I mean, I'm sorry, non-Catholic, yeah, non-Catholic biblical scholars, just like William Barclay, uh, would would attest to that too. So I, I just want to point out, it's not just the Catholics, there are, there are also other ones but i hear what you're saying and you said you're uh, like a problematic like well i have a problem with controlling uh, again me and you believe in god but let's just say for argument's sake right for argument's sake let's say there is no god right for argument's sake we don't believe that um okay what is better is if uh we just all individually read the bible and just make the church of me or does it make sense to go from jesus the apostles the bishops the laying of hands through centuries all the way up until now. What about the Jehovah Witnesses? What about Baptists? Like there are thousands of Christian denominations. What make from a, from a, a pure logical? What would make more sense to listen to a church that came around 500 years ago or a church 2000? Like what makes sense? Logical. Well, well like, first of all, to put to, to to discuss that argument, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, yeah. uh, Islam. You know these individual religions from sola scriptura different jesus they have an entirely different concept of what jesus is they don't even believe in the the, the trinity and i understand trinity is not a word in the bible uh, yeah i was gonna say the, yeah. in, the entire uh explanation of the trinity is in the bible that's where you know the council of nicaea came together they didn't create the church they didn't create anything in that in that council what they did was they clarified what 
the three individual persons in the Bible were, and they called it a trinity. So it was just a clarification council. The Bible strictly, I mean, clearly explains the Father, the Son, and the Helper, the Holy Spirit. They're all three in the scripture. So people had to get clarification of what the trinity is. Um, but again, like what you said, why not have why not stick to these guys that have been around for this long? Well, honestly, they haven't even been around that long. I mean, it's been a long time, but 300 years after the the, the resurrection of Christ is when the church actually, you know, Constantine, uh, Roman Catholic Church came into existence. I mean, he wasn't around before that. I mean, the Roman Catholic Church wasn't around before that. You know, it was it was uh, and then you had a lot of different uh christian sects yeah. like the well, ones I, that believe either jesus is all man or yeah, other ones like the arianism all. i just want to make right. a, a clarifying when you say the catholic church wasn't around what do you mean specifically because if I again mean, if you uh, say wait hold on let me let me because no, if you say i get if you say the like you look around at the last hundred years and say that catholic church i don't see that in history i say of course of course, uh, I mean, two thousand years a church is going to develop. Like I get that infant. Well, I meant, I meant the Roman. Roman, the whole. Uh, you do know. I'm. I'm. I'm assuming you know that the statues in Rome were pagan idols prior to the Catholic Church becoming associated with Christianity, because they no longer called him Zeus, and they now call him Peter. Uh, it, there's just hundreds of different uh, statues yeah, within Rome that are just. They were originally pagan idols and they just changed them over you know the the i think isis is the the madonna well, um, the yeah Jesus. i've heard i've heard i don't know but but again i think i did i think uh, uh what's his name root wilson or some someone ralph woodrow wrote a book saying all this stuff but then he countered his own claim uh oh, hold on uh yeah, yeah. Let me let me just let's uh, let's just continue on more a little bit for right. a few more minutes. But uh, uh, Ralph Woodrow wrote a book. I think it was called Babylon Mystery, which said this is said all this stuff, uh, which came from like a Protestant, like way later. And then like years later, he refuted his own book and said I was wrong. These weren't pagans influences. They weren't the Madonna. Like I've heard this. Uh, but and, he, and that's fine. Like I said, if that's fine, if that's what he did, that's fine. That's yeah. not the biggest con concern whether a, sure. a piece of marble is or is not a pagan sure. original. Idol. Like Wednesday, but, Friday. Yeah, right. I, I get what you're saying. Okay, right. continue. Yeah, Thursday, Thursday, all this different stuff. I mean, none of that. Like, like even I know this is kind of going off, but even with like a uh, young Earth, old Earth, sure, uh, creationist, I, that doesn't matter to me because it doesn't change the gospel. Yeah. So w my whole point, because I know we're uh, getting close, is I want the Catholics out there not to just say, you know what. This is what my mother did, my father did, this is what my grandparents did, this is what I'm going to do, and I don't care what anyone says. You need to actually ask yourself, am I supposed to pray to Mary? Am I supposed to pray to the saints? Ask Where questions, yeah. In Scripture, because this, this, God even tells us, test. You know, we're supposed sure. to test our faith, our belief. I mean, that's what God wants us to do. That way we have the Holy yeah. Spirit here to guide us and in, I, our, in, yeah. in our and answers. I, I think, too, all these little, like, praying to the saints, all this stuff, I think it all comes down to this uh, the authority. Because, again, if, if you agree that, that it's just sola scriptura, or do you agree that it's the church? Well, then you're halfway. All the other questions aren't that big of a deal if you think about it. But I would just ask, like, the New Testament wasn't completely finished. H how would people practice Bible alone? Also, there's three things that are not explicitly in the Bible, like the mode of baptism. Even Baptists, even other Protestants disagree on what the mode is. 
the canon. Where is the canon in the canon of scripture? It's not there. And uh, the end of the apostolic age, which Catholics and a lot of Protestants agree on, but that's not explicitly in the Bible. So just those, and there's many other ones, but just those three, the sinner's prayer is not anywhere in the Bible. So right. that's what I'm saying is, is, is again, uh, dogma cannot contradict scripture. And again, the, the Pope's infallibility only protects from binding the church to dogma, but the Bible is authority. Church interprets, the, the church is the interpreter just like uh, and and I, I do agree uh scripture is sufficient like in i can't remember the scripture but it says uh bible is sufficient but again dough is sufficient for cake but it's not the only thing needed to make a cake so again absolutely so so sola scriptura like where like again how did the okay where's the canon and canon of scripture like how when, do we know the when canon? I, when of course everything is under everyone's individual interpretation right unless you're uh everyone the, has the to catholic church own, i guess yeah you know, everyone has to make their own decision when they read something. Uh, so when I uh, when I say solar scriptura, I mean if I come across a problem, I take it to scripture. Amen. If yeah. I'm dealing with anxiety, I look at what scripture says about anxiety. Yeah. If I'm dealing with anger, I look at what scripture says about anger. And Amen. I take those and I ask the Holy Spirit, I pray upon it, and I say, please guide me in my decision making on this because, you know, the scripture is good. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's not everything. I agree with that. And the okay, church, yeah. the, the, the church doesn't necessarily mean a building. We know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's us, not just yes. the, the believers in Christ. Yes. So, you know, we, we and everyone has their own talent. You know, the tongue is not the eye. The ear is not the foot. You know, some people are good at seeing certain things. Some people are good at hearing things while others are good at discussing it. You know, and yeah, I, I see where we're, we're like almost we're like similar. Like I, I, I'm trying to find. I guess I'm trying to find where the disconnect because we're saying a lot. Like a lot of stuff I agree, uh, but I think I'm, I'm. I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out because there's a Protestant the again not a Protestant theologian, and he admits the problem with with the canon of scripture. This is a quote from him, a, a Protestant theologian. The problem with the contemporary Protestant is that they have no doctrine of the table of contents with the approach that is popular and conservative evangelical circles one simply comes to the bible by means of a is episcopal church a lurch i mean lurch the bible just is and any questions about how we got here are dismissed as a nuisance but time passes the question remains unanswered the silence becomes awkward and conversions of thoughtful evangelicals to Rome's precedes apace. This is from Protestant theologian Douglas Wilson. And that's a huge problem for me because with if, if it's Sola Scriptura, how did we get the canon? Like you do know that like before when the canon was fully developed, like during the Council of Rome or Hippo or Cartridge, like uh, Clement, the, the letters of Clement were considered, the Apocalypse of Peter, the Hermits of Shepherd. And then, of course, mm -hmm. those Gnostics that weren't, they were, people like, like Dan, people say, oh, the gospel, the, no, no, the Gnostic gospels were like widely condemned by the church. It wasn't even a debate. But even uh, Luther tried to take, he was trying to take James out of the book. Like Luther had a lot of problems with some of them. I think Hebrews, like when the Protestant Reformation came, they had a lot of problems with New Testament scripture, but yet we well, have those. Yeah, How do we get that Luther, canon without the church? Luther, to my to my amazement, Luther was uh, semi anti semi. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scrupulous you know, I, too. Very I was scrupulous. Surprised when I read that, yeah, he like, was. I, no one talks about this type of stuff. Another thing I wanted to uh, point out was, I think a lot of it. The reason why a lot of what we say is kind of similar is because I did grow up in a Catholic background. I did have a lot of that was a 
but huge influence. I guess what I'm asking, I guess I'm what I'm asking is, what do we do then? What what do we like? What do we do then? Because if, if again, uh, I agree, scripture's good, but like it wasn't the the canon of scripture wasn't fully like we didn't have the, there wasn't literacy. Like how did if Jesus wanted if God uh, planned for salvation to be through sola scriptura. It, then it came five fifteen hundred years later. How did we do it before? Like, like again, Joe, uh, Mormons would say, just read the Book of Mormon, and because a lot, if you ever talk to them, they say that they get emotional. They're like, just right. read the book. If you read the Book of Mormon, and just as a Muslim said that six hundred years later, that's how they develop that. You know, like oh, uh, Muhammad's the new pro-. like again. How do you stop that? And even the, right. uh, Protestants agree that that's a problem. Sola Scripture, all the well, other, yeah. How how do you do the one that? I wanted to, the one I wanted to talk. The reason why I wanted to say this about exactly what you're saying with the Mormons, the Muslims, the Jehovah's Witness is they again the the scripture. I just uh, let me grab it real quick. I believe it's Galatians one. Uh, it says, "But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to what we have preached to Amen. you." He is to be accursed. And the Mormons, the Jehovah's Witnesses, as well as Islam, all believe they received revelation from uh, an angel after Jesus said it is finished, right? It's over. There is no more revelations. Everything from the Old Testament to the new, to the the resurrection. Yeah, no more public revelation. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, there is no more. And, 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 Private interpretations. Yeah, is that's still yeah. or uh, heresy. But what about so, like when you said you because you you said uh, Paul said if anyone uh, something what he said if what what I what did he say? Can yeah, you read even that if again? he comes back and tells you a different scripture, uh, can you read that again one more time? So because there's there's a sure, point. Of, let me, I'm gonna have yeah. to find it. Go oh, because okay. uh, he said a word, but I can't say said if anyone tells you contrary to what I or we have. Did he say we right. or hi? That's what I'm saying. Well, where is that teaching? Because he says we, it's not just the scripture. Again, the New Testament canon wasn't wasn't developed yet until late, way later. So, what is he talking about when he says what? It, that sounds like oral tradition. Because Jesus didn't write. That sounds like oral tradition. So that we have to find where is that oral tradition in the church? I don't know if you read the Didache. Uh, one of the it was actually considered to be uh, uh, to scripture. It didn't make it in there. Uh, but one of the earliest Christian writing of the New Testament, the Didache, um, it talks about this stuff. The, the early church father condemned sola scriptura. The I think even Augustine said, "I wouldn't believe the canon of scripture apart from the Catholic Church." Uh, Ignatius of Antioch, like where, like that's what I'm saying is like if if we can't practice sola, uh, I mean uh, sola scriptura, it has to be a, a living church. To have interpretation, you know, like I, I just, do, do you get what I'm trying to say? Is like, then what do we do then? So, so what do we do? Because do we agree that you can't just read the Bible and and think what it means to you? Because I know like about ten people that say the Bible means this to me. Like, do you agree with that? Like, there's so many. Like, what do we um, do then? Are you are you talking about what do we do today or yeah, what do like, they do or what then? Do we, then and today, like, how do we find, like, again, if, if we agree that you can read the Bible? Well, well and- first of all, first of all, anyone who wants to answer that question, they I they need to decide whether Scripture is authority or not. Because if you don't think that Scripture is authority, then you're going to listen to a pope. You're going to listen to a priest. You're going to listen to these people um online or whatnot where you find and i personally believe 
What about um, the eunuch maybe, though? And the 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 one that I quoted in the New Testament when the, the eunuch was the like eunuch who the, was baptized? No, the one that says, "Well, are you, he's reading Isaiah and he goes, "Do you understand?" He goes, "How could I know?" And then oh, Philip yeah, says, yeah, that's the one like, that got baptized." So what what it was was he was just given a, a gift, right? He was given a gift while he was there. Uh, they were, they gave him a scroll. He was reading it. He didn't understand it. But you you have to remember that the Holy Spirit told the the uh, apostle to go and meet the eunuch on the road because um because the eunuch was not going to understand and as soon as he could get there to where the eunuch was meet him in real life explain to him the holy scripture baptize him and if you remember he disappeared after he baptized him i mean you know what is that so that's the more of the holy spirit god the father and his and majesty you know, and then the eunuch went off and uh, apparently started the uh, the church down in that yeah. area, as far as yeah. I can remember. Um, so, uh, uh, again, I, I, the, the answer to what you're asking is we have to read the scripture, because that's what the eunuch was doing, reading the scripture. And he was wanting to know the truth. And who helped him? God. Yeah, God I, sent his apostle. So the helper currently today is Yeah, who the is Holy that Spirit. then? But, the but, then but then why do we get so many... Like a thousand different churches, the Episcopalian, the Anglican Church. Why do we get offshoots of offshoots? The the Pentecost. Because it's not you, working. If you notice, if you notice, a lot of those churches they twist the scripture. But that they we would say the same. Canon. They would say the same about other people. Like that's what it doesn't work. Like from a purely well, right, but, human. Well, but the part you're forgetting is that they received their authoritative scripture from a spirit, an angel, uh, whatever. And that's where we have to make the cutoff. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. Do you believe there in, is no more private yeah. interpretation? Do you believe in apostolic secession? Uh, like the uh, Orthodox Church? Famous? Yeah, apostolic secession. Do you believe in that? Like the Orthodox, where they're strict, strict to no, the rules. No, no, no. That like because there are different churches. The Catholic, the Catholic Church recognizes or uh, Eastern Orthodox Church. It, it uh, other churches that are the or, the Oriental Church that they have apostolic succession as in founded on an apostle. So there, it's not just the Catholic Church, but we would say that that was the schism. You know, the great schism of the was it ninth century or tenth century? The, you know, and that's where the yeah. Eastern Orthodox. Well, I can but tell, I can tell you, you this, in, that. Yeah. Uh, I can tell you this, that uh, I disagree with the current Catholic Church. So if, if they are from another country and they're going off of an entirely different, like, I don't, how did you say it? They, they, Apostolic they, succession? They have, right. Where I believe that that's even worse than the current Catholic Church we have, because now they're going off of a, what did you say, a saint? Not even off of scripture? So, so I guess if it's Catholic, I, I just would highly, highly recommend reading the scripture instead of just letting the priest tell you what it says. Because like I said, yesterday I went to a catechism, no, I'm sorry, a confirmation for my goddaughter. Um, when they read the, out of the gospel, they were, they were talking, but, but now that I've left the church and I went back this time after several years of being out of the church, I went and I watched, I listened to a mass and and they they were reading their own interpretation of what scripture says. They didn't even read direct. I always thought, because it's been so long since I've been to a Catholic church, that the Catholic church reads directly out of the Bible and then they explain that. But no, they read 
the Catholics' interpretation of the Bible. Does that make sense? Like they're not even actually reading canon when they're mm-hmm. having church. Yeah, I don't. It's, I'm not it's too all sh- interpretation. I. I don't know because when I go to mass, that's actually one of my like complaints. Like we read a lot of scripture, the Old Testament, the first reading, the second reading, the gospel, uh, the Psalms. We do that. Like so, we read a lot of scripture in mass. Um, sometimes the homily, he, he might touch on just one of the gospel only, or maybe the first reading. So, but we do the first reading, second reading, uh, the Psalms. We do all that uh, in the in the liturgy. Um, uh, but I guess I would say like I just I, I, what, what my problem is is as human beings. Like if you just leave us to our own, okay, like like Paul, like the apostles, we believe in the apostles. And again, this is not my argument. I'm not saying that just because uh, mainstream Christianity uh, believes this or just because the Catholic Church is the biggest, the billion Catholics. I'm not saying that that is the reason that why you should listen. No, no, no. I think if, if, I, if that was only, I would say it's a bad argument. If I only said, well, Catholic Church is the biggest denomination, it's the oldest, I think that's bad. But... If you line up everything, like I read a lot of scripture, where is the church of Paul? Where is the church of the early church? Find that and then and then trace it through every century. Where is that now? I would ask you, like, where is that then? The church from the first century is not going to look the same. I agree. Of course. Where is that church? Because, yeah, where is that church? Are you talking about the, the, the apostles when they're the, walking around getting the, trying to teach the the story the gospels the, yeah the church of the early church the church the, the the christian church that developed after when the apostles and and john and 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 peter and and jane paul where is that church because there was an actual church there was a visible uh, but, but church. if you remember none of them stayed in jerusalem no 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 no, no 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 yes make disciples they all of all nations they were yeah but where is that church though they formed the church because they all had to be one Remember in Galatians, they uh, Paul had to go to Peter and tell them like, "Hey, we're in the same." Again, Peter saying, "If somebody teaches you a different, an oral tradition, different from us, don't listen, even if it's an angel." So where is that teaching authority? Where is that? Because remember, and the Jews in questioning, like, "Should we do this? Should we have to be circumcised?" They all got together in a council and decided. Then Peter decided, and then James did a pastoral uh, declaration. Where is that church now? That's what I would say. Is like, what happened to it, and where is it? Yeah, I, I don't have an answer for you right off the cuff. Uh, I'd have to uh, That's take fair. that That's into consideration um, because, because know, from I guess it, it, I, I would say is to me that's the best. Like if you're just a, let's say a new Christian, I would say, oh, I believe in Jesus. Well, what it, what did Jesus teach us? What what are his teachings? Where do we find that? How did he develop the church? How did he leave the church? Not with scripture again. Sola Scriptura wouldn't have worked in the first uh, first few hundred years. It wouldn't even work until the printing press and worldwide literacy until the Protestant Reformation. So I, I would just ask those questions. We're, we're uh, winding down a little bit. So I want to do like a I guess closing statements. Uh, but before we do the closing statement, I just want to say: Is there anything else that you wanted to? to touch on briefly uh anything that you wanted to say or touch on before we do the opening i I mean i'm I'm sorry closing statements yeah before we do the closing statements i just wanted to say how just for those catholics that are listening look into the rosary look into when it was created it was created in the four, around the 1400s by a. It was recorded, yeah, later. Like I have no Monica problem with Persia, yeah. Persia and Annalise yeah. de Rupe, 
who were actual pioneers of the rosary prayer. I mean, these were men who said that they received a physical rosary from an, of an angel and told them exactly how many prayers to pray, mm-hmm. exactly how you know how many times to do. I mean, what does that tell you? We well, just spoke about well, if a, if yeah, a spirit yeah. comes to you and tells you something yes. different. I would say this, though. I want to make a clarification again. The That's not a dogma of the Catholic Church, though, to pray the rosary. You could actually be a Catholic in good standings and and not play, pray the rosary. So that's not a dogma and, of the and Church. And that's my point I was trying to get at, is that who knows that that's not a dogma of the Catholic Church? Because it's like a I said, private it's, revelation it's, still goes on. Like we, The Church, even a lot of Protestants believe that. Now, again, public revelation has closed. Yes, we believe that. Um, but private private revelations god can still have but but again it can't be binding to 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 all public that that's the distinction it can't be a public binding so that's what that's that's the distinction well see i'd like to push back on that because the holy spirit is here as our helper when we seek the answers when we seek clarification we can go into our private area of our house anywhere you want sure. driving to work and you can ask the holy spirit please help me amen you know give me clarification you know you don't need to ask for a a, a priest to clarify things for you because he's definitely able to clarify things if he is true to the word and true to being honest you know just like any other human i yep. mean you know, yeah. really, the, the priest had a role. They had a role in in uh, antiquity in the 15, 16, 1400s yeah. as mediators between the common folk and the church. Because everything, again, like I said, was in Latin. No one even knew how to read and write. So you were basically bound to whatever your priest in your village told you. You know, and I mean, considering what we know of the priest today, I'd hate to even... Think about what went on when there wasn't even civil rights around, you know, in the in the in the 16, 1500s. Um, and then these people are just kind of stuck with a person telling them this is what it says. This is what it means. Now we have such great tools out there to research. Like uh, yeah. I said, the blue, blue letter Bibles. Yeah, great and I would by, not I, the only. I do want to make this clarification, too, is that the church only binds us to dogmas, which is actually extremely rare in the history of 2000 years and amazing that hasn't hasn't aired. But the, the church does give room for theologians to, to have different different uh, like distant disagreement on because the church doesn't speak. It only speaks on the faith and, and certain things. It doesn't speak on every single thing. So we can have disagreements between Catholic and that's that's fine. So to me, that's that shows it's not just like, oh, just have to do it. No, 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 it's only dogmas of the church like Jesus Christ. But again, let's uh, let, uh, you want to go with your opening state. I mean, I'm sorry, I keep saying, do you want to do your closing statements first or last? Uh, I'll do it first because okay, I really um, don't have much to sure. say. Yeah, yeah. It's just a clo- what it, pretty much, I guess, I guess almost like what you were saying now, I guess. So this is a closing statement. So after we do this, we'll just do our, 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 our goodbyes and thanks. But so any last thing that you wanted to say uh, goes into this closing statement. Whenever you're ready, let me let me, let me me set you up. <clears throat> and I, I I'll give you five. Long. I, I could sure. just say it really quick. Okay, when I'll give I'm you. Done, you can go. Oh, okay. All right. Well, if, if you want to, uh, well, I'll just put it on just you, you, just in case. But uh, I'll, I'll just put five minutes on there and just your opening, uh, closing statements whenever you're ready. All right. So my closing statement would be, if you notice, a lot of times people try to outsmart each other. 
Uh, when you hear people discussing topics like this, they try to throw their education around as their authority. Um, I would like to just have people understand that we are all capable of reading. So I would suggest you just on a day when you're relaxing, whatnot, don't just put on a movie, you know, Google a few of these things, look up some of these questions you've always had in your mind and research because knowledge is power. God gave us a brain for a reason. And if we are as an individual willing to just listen to what everyone tells us, well, that, you know, God be with you, I guess. That's how you choose to go about living your life. I, as a former Catholic, did exactly that. I did whatever my parents, whatever the priest said. As soon as I decided to start questioning everything, and my religion was just one of them, uh, I started learning. I started learning a lot of things, and a lot of things I did not agree with, a lot of things I do agree with. Uh, but unless you actually know for yourself what is out there, you're really not going to know and you're just going to go by what everyone else does. And I highly recommend looking into, are we, should we pray to dead saints, dead family members, anyone dead in the Bible, or are we supposed to pray directly to Jesus asking for the Holy Spirit? who is alive and well here on earth to help us through these times when we have a lot of these difficult questions to deal with. That's it. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, that that's the time. Okay. I'll put five minutes and do uh, my closing statements. Okay. Okay. Again, yes, I, I, I do think we all should, should pray for each other. And again, pray too doesn't mean worship alone. It doesn't mean uh, worshiping like God. God has only rendered his specific worship and pray does not only mean just to God. So I have no problem with praying to somebody because I'm asking them for a request. That's a very distinction um, that we have to make. Even the catechism of the Catholic Church says we, you cannot worship uh, different deities. So I affirm the official teachings of, of, of the Catholic Church. Um, I just want to say in, in uh, was it in in Timothy, first uh, Timothy three, the the saying is sure, if anyone aspires to the office of bishop, he desires a noble task. Now a bishop must be above reproach, the husband of a wife, temperance, sensibility, diligent, hospitality, adapt, teacher, no drunkard, no violent, no gentile, no quarrelsome, no lover of money. He must manage his own household well, keep his children submissive and respect in every way. For if a man does not know how to manage his own household, how can he care for God's church? And that shows the office of bishops that we, the God Jesus gave us apostles, the apostles appointed the laying of hands, appointed bishops to care for a church. Where is that church? And also, I just want to, in case anyone is wondering, it's not true that all Catholic priests cannot be married. There are actually a lot of Catholic priests that are married. So that's a, a very, it's a Latin rite. There are different, there are many different rites of the church, church in the East, Latin rite, Byzantine. So that's a misconception. Uh, but again, and, and again, it's a discipline. It's not a dogma. That's it's not a dogma of the church. And again, it's you you freely taking up that that uh, that discipline. It's not forced. It's you're taking it up. <clears throat> and I would I just like to say in the New Testament we do see 
everybody uh, praying for people. We do see that. We do see um, the people offering up in the book of Revelations. We see that. So we should get help, all the, the help we need from people. The, God is not a church of, of the living or the dead only. He's a church of all. And God is outside of time and space. And if he is out of time, time and space, the, the saints in heaven who see the beatific vision of God are there. So yes, definitely we should. We should ask for their prayers. Um, and, and also, too, uh, the Bible is an authority. Again, the church is an interpreter of that. To have any question with the magisteria, Bible, the, the Pope. Um, again, he's not infallible in everything that he does. Uh, and again, how, how do we get saved? Like We have to ask yourself, well, how do we get saved? Uh, uh, sola fide, we didn't get into it that much, but I, that could be maybe an, another subject. Uh, sola fide uh, versus faith and works. Uh, actually, yeah, I think that would be good. To maybe have you on for that. Uh, but again, about the, the Catechism of Catholic Church affirms what I'm saying. It affirms that we don't worship Mary. It affirms that the Bible is authority. <coughs> And, and I, I think it shows that, that it doesn't make sense that if we just have everybody just read the Bible on your own, read the Bible, even again, the, the pastor who works with James White, um, uh, Mike Dunny, he even says that, that he, he goes into task on YouTube about uh, Sola Scripture and he's a Protestant. Uh, many Protestants too as well. It just doesn't make any, it makes no logical sense that we just all read our Bible because we could all come up with different things and just say, well, no, you're wrong, you're wrong. I would freely submit. I read the Bible. I see what it thinks to me. But I would freely, freely submit to a 2,000-year-old dogma-developed the, uh, the some of the smart St. Thomas Aquinas, Augustine, Aeneas, um, Francis de Sales, like all these giants, you know, these giants, Edward Fazer, all these different theologians and, and people. And again, um, just like in, in certain science or certain uh, works or certain schools, like, yeah, I, I, I'm not well equipped to do this. I need someone to tell me. It doesn't mean if they tell me something that's very contradicting the scripture, then I can see that. But again, praying as in not worshiping asking for uh, that's not contrary to scripture and again the deuterocanonical that's another subject of course but it, that's why luther didn't like the deuterocanonical uh, and uh, i just want it real quick on, on the faith alone the only time it says faith alone in the bible is a, a condemnation of faith alone even uh protestant scholars would agree even in uh one of a big one mt Wright, the protestant agrees that when paul talks about works he's talking about works of the law the mosaic laws and in terms of the christians and the jews that's what he's talking about and when james is talking about works he's not talking about he's talking he's not talking about like uh, uh the jewish stuff or any of this stuff he's like like it says it's not by faith alone, not by faith alone, but of works. But again, not works of the, the Mosaic Covenant. He's talking about different works. And again, in Jesus, we didn't get into that. I wish we could have. There wasn't enough time. But that'll be another subject because I do want to talk about solo fide. Because, but if you believe in the church, everything else follows and it makes sense. And if you don't, then you're not going to know what the canon of scripture is without a church. Okay. Uh, that's time again, man. This was really good. I had I had a lot of fun. Um, we we should do this again because there's so much stuff we could talk about. We didn't have time to talk about it. We went over the time that I wanted to, but I think it was worth it. <clears throat> um, uh, I just want to say uh, again, uh, thank you guys for listening and and for you to, to 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 being. I think this was a very fruitful. Like again, you can tell in our voices we believe what we believe. Uh, but again, I, I do attest to this that that uh, that we are uh, brothers in Christ. I do affirm that. I believe that. I tested that. Even the church 
uh, would confirm would confirm that uh, we are a part of that uh, one body. May we may not be united under that, but we are still part of the. I guess you would say umbrella, and, and the church teaches that too in the catechism. Um, so thank you for coming on. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna have when, when this episode comes out. I'm gonna have your link to your Twitter in in the show notes, so that way if people wanna which uh, check you out, you know what I mean. Want to follow your tweets or, or sure. whatever you're talking about videos. You want to put up videos. Uh, again, I, I'll put up the uh, uh, different videos in the show notes uh some of them that we reference uh so thank you again for coming on uh faith reason and geekdom um any anything you want to say like closing remark like not not closing like as a debate but as like hey thank you this or whatever or like check me out (laughs) whatever i don't know if you have no yeah i I don't uh i don't have anything really other than the twitter um you know i just have it i created it to try and get the word out it's not a political twitter it's not a personal twitter it's just i try to speak to others about religious content which is why i met you on there i appreciate you offering me the opportunity to come out here and speak my uh my you know what i believe Mm -hmm. and i'll definitely come back on uh you know try and have more content for listeners um you know, I appreciate everything you've done and um, everyone have a great day. All right. God bless. Thank you.